0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. What's going
1: on? feel <laughs> like a
2: million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you
0: find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Good Welcome to TMC Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Mojo will be with us in just a few minutes, but the UFC returning to New Jersey this weekend, putting on uh, an incredible card and and the guy uh, responsible for these fights uh, at UFC 288 is uh, none other than UFC president, uh, our guy Dana White. Dana, how are you?
3: I'm good, buddy. How are you?
0: Good, man. I'm so excited for this card, Dana. I I, I know I say this after every card because they're all so good, but uh, this is a this is a great one. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, Gilbert Burns, uh, Henry Cejudo coming back after three plus years away, taking out Aljamain Sterling. They've had beef for what feels like a really long time. Uh, I guess uh, how how pumped are you, Dana, for this one?
3: Yeah, no. This is a very fun fight and obviously a very fun card. Tons of tons of good ones on this one, but the main event. You know, if you look at these guys' credentials as far as wrestling goes, this should be one of those fun fights where, you know, their wrestling stalls each other out and it ends up being a stand-up war. Neither guy has ever been submitted. Both guys are great wrestlers. It's a fun one.
0: I cannot wait. I know you're somebody who believes in ring rust, Dana. What do you think? Uh, Henry, obviously, he's got a ton of experience, but bottom line, he hasn't fought in three years. Do you expect him to be uh, like a, a little bit of a fish out of water at first?
3: I'm a huge believer in ring rust. Um, but, you know, one of the things I was just thinking, because I've been asked this question a few times, and I was literally just thinking about it. You know, Henry Cejudo trains with a lot of guys, trains guys to get ready for fights. He's, he hasn't really put on a ton of weight. Um, you know, some of these guys uh, retire and blow up. You know, he never really did. It's going to be interesting, but I'm still, I'm I'm a believer. I'm a believer in ring rust. And, you know, Sterling's been active. We'll see what happens. Only Saturday can tell. Will
0: he have benefited from coaching, from training the great fighters that he has over the last few years, particularly uh, John Jones and Demetrius Johnson? He's obviously spent some time with those guys. Do you think that ends up actually helping him, even though he was technically the coach?
3: I think so. I'm sure that he's done a lot of wrestling with these guys, you know, and and, and has stayed in shape. But, again... Training is not fighting. Fighting is a whole another game. So, but when you look at what an incredible athlete Cejudo is, um, look at John Jones. John Jones has been off for three years. Look how easy he made it look to come out. with Zero gone. So, you know, maybe Cejudo is that type of freak athlete.
0: You know, speaking of uh, Mighty Mouse and and John, I was talking to Henry the other day, and he said, with a win over Aljamain, he believes that he cements a place on the the MMA Mount Rushmore alongside John, Demetrius, and Anderson Silva. What do you think, uh, being a historian of, uh, of MMA?
3: Well, there's no doubt. The, the guy has broke a lot of records, um, you know, and, uh, you know, he's accomplished a lot here. And, uh, but to go out there and start saying, hey, I should be on the Mount Rushmore when you've been, you know, retired for three years. And when you retired, in my opinion, sort of early, you beat Aljo, there's still a few fights out there for him to really cement himself um as one of the greatest of all time well
0: if you like that Dana he also said he uh and he's got this whole blueprint in his mind here he says that I fight Al Jermaine, then I beat Sean O'Malley then I'd like to go up and fight Alex Volkanovski win that third belt and then he believes he would actually be considered the greatest fighter ever not just Mount Rushmore one and only the GOAT period
3: now you're talking. Uh and, and 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 while I agree he would be on the Mount Rushmore, still tough to call himself the goat while John Jones exists.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people probably feel like that. Uh all right, let's talk about the co-main event. I, and I know you like this and you respect it when guys like um especially stars, uh Bilal Muhammad, uh, Gilbert Bo- Burns both step up on short notice and um you know, really keep this fight card as being one of the best that we've had this year. Uh, how about those two guys, Dana? Uh, fight aside, how about them stepping up on short notice?
3: Yeah, two guys that I have tons of respect for. You know, Bilal Muhammad is uh, coming off a performance of the night um, with a knockout over uh, Brady, yeah. and you know he's 12 and one in his last 14 fights. Guy's been incredibly active. He's taken off some really, uh, taken out some really tough guys. And Gilbert Burns, I mean, just. His last performance in in, in Miami, uh, how how easy he made that look, and his absolute war with Hamza Shemaev. I mean, there's there's no way that this fight is an absolutely badass. Both guys
0: believe, Dana, that they can be so incredible and so uh, impressive out there that they can jump Colby. Is that possible, or is that just not something that's going to happen?
3: Yeah, listen, Colby, I've made it very clear that Colby's got the next shot, but, you know... These guys are definitely cementing themselves to, to be the next guy. Right, so they would presumably fight the winner of Leon and, uh, and Colby. 100%. What
0: would you think, then of, uh, of Conor McGregor? I guess watching some old, old opponents slash uh, old work colleagues uh, at that BKFC event uh, and then getting in there and going face-to-face with Mike Perry. That annoy yeah, you at I all know. or no? you don't care?
3: No, no, no. I, I Listen, I, you know, Connor's achieved a lot of things here uh, I think he was out having fun that night, you know and uh you know got caught up in the moment. The guy called him out I'm sure he didn't expect it and you know he jumped up in there and it looked like he uh you know he had a little proper twelve <laughs> little proper twelve but well, I night. saw him I chugging it he was chugging it in the stands exactly <laughs> exactly but you know listen when you're when you're in this business and uh you know, you're a part of the fights. It's nice to go and just be a fan sometimes, right. too. And just to go and watch fights and believe me, I, I've done it many times and it's easy to get caught up in it.
0: Do we have a date yet for him and Michael or are you still working on it?
3: Yeah, we're working on it still. Obviously, that season of tough will roll out soon and then um, and then we'll get this thing figured out. Cannot wait. Obviously, we'll talk about the, that, that tough series, this tough
0: season uh, before it airs. Dana, cannot wait. It's UFC 288 going down Saturday night, ESPN+. Plus, Great fights, great card. I cannot beat it. Thank you, as always, Dana.
3: Thanks for having me, buddy. Take care.
0: NBA legend Sean Kemp was in a Washington courtroom pleading not guilty to that first degree assault charge. Now, remember, this of course all goes back to that incident that occurred on March 8th in a parking lot in Washington State where Sean Kemp is alleged to have actually fired a handgun in broad daylight at some guys that he was arguing with. And the interaction, or at least most of it, was actually captured on video. We broke the story a few months back. If you don't Remember, here is the incident. This again is Tacoma, Washington, March 8th. Sean Kemp is the big guy in the red outfit. Got the gun in his right hand. He's
3: yelling at that
1: guy in the 400. Oh my God! Hey, red vest.
3: Red vest. Gun
0: in right hand. So, Mojo, there it was. It's still surreal to watch. I must have watched this a hundred times already uh, over the course of uh, our reporting on this story, and it's still surreal to see. Sean Kemp was at one time one of the best basketball players in the world. He is incredibly famous, especially in that area. So, uh, it's crazy to see him actually firing a gun. Sean has been adamant, Mojo, that uh, he was strictly defending himself. Remember, he says that his phone was taken the previous day. He says he used the Find My phone feature to track down these guys he says they then actually pulled a gun on him and he was strictly defending himself and judging by the no uh not guilty plea mojo it's clear he is going to fight uh and he's gonna say he's innocent in court
2: yeah i mean we knew this was coming he was definitely gonna fight this this has been his stance from the start yeah uh to your point yeah it is so crazy to see what seemed to be such a quiet and peaceful parking lot and then right. out of the blue you got gunshots from Sean Kemp of all people right. <laughs> what a bizarre story to happen but yeah this proceeding didn't need to take long you knew he was going to go out there and say that he's not guilty that he was going to fight this that he was going to try and weigh in on on his accusers the people that uh, instigated this situation uh so not surprised that it went this way this was going to be an in and out situation um one that he's going to
0: fight with everything he can because by this video alone looks horrible. It does, Mojo. I will say this for Sean Kemp. He was originally arrested the same day the incident happened. Uh, You actually, on the video, and if you wanna see the whole thing, you can go to the TMZ Sports website. But uh, you have the police who showed up on the scene almost immediately, and thanks to the witnesses who watched Sean Kemp dump the handgun in a bush, they were able to find the gun, and they arrested him right on the spot but they didn't charge him and they actually didn't charge him for an entire month after that initial arrest. They, they arrested him, they let him go, and they said, we have to investigate this further. Then on April 14th, they end up hitting him with the first degree assault charge. So I think it goes to show that there was doubt in the minds of law enforcement, of the prosecutors. They weren't sure if Sean was defending himself or he was the aggressor here. And I think you're going to obviously see Sean's attorney really uh, hammered down on that point there that hey even the cops didn't know they thought that Sean was defending himself and that's what he's going to say you're entitled to defend yourself you're obviously not entitled to uh, be the aggressor and to fire a gun in a parking lot but if he was getting fired at he is well within his right to defend himself and I think that's what this entire case is going to hinge on first degree assault is obviously a felony he is looking at a significant amount of time in prison if ultimately convicted here so lots on the line for Sean Kemp stay tuned Coming up next on TMZ Sports, Max Scherzer pitches for the first time since receiving that 10-game suspension, and it didn't go so well. We're going to hear from the three-time Cy Young Award winner next on TMZ Sports. Use the rosin? Of course. I mean, to, to what level were you able to use it? I used it. No, no. How am I, I was supposed to answer that? Was the only hand and glove check after the second there? No. Was it any different than a normal one from the last week? Normal check. In terms of yeah.
2: what you do to grip the baseball, was it exactly the same as what you've always done? Yeah. I mean, it's just going out there and pitching, and I'm just down to take.
0: I mean, you know, you can, you can give me a stick, but doesn't, in cold weather, you don't throw harder. Like, <laughs> my field's down a tick. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike, Mojo, and the man, the king, Danny King, our intern extraordinaire. Special guess who? He happens to be a gigantic Mets fan, Mojo, and that, of course, was... The New York Mets star pitcher, Max Scherzer. Max uh, was making uh, his first start since that uh, 10-game suspension ended. Remember, uh, baseball hit him with a uh, a 10-game suspension after he had uh, foreign substance on his hand uh, in the Dodgers game on April 19th. Not so good, guys. Uh, Ends up giving up six runs, eight hits in an 8-1 loss to the Detroit Tigers.
1: Uh, Danny, thoughts? I mean, we knew he was going to be under the the microscope this game, no matter what, whether he was good or bad. And if he was bad, it was just the cause of him being a cheater. We're only going to pick up. And, of course, he was bad this game because that's just how it was going to be. That's just the way it goes. But I think the conversation is Max Scherzer may not be a cheater. Obviously, the sticky stuff happened, the alcohol. We know pitchers do that all the time. He did it to a, another level, clearly, in L.A. But I think maybe the conversation we need to have, I think Max Scherzer maybe started to show signs of wash it up. Cause he was already kind of, he was good last year, but he only made 23 starts. He wasn't healthy as he normally is. And then this year, he just hasn't had a single good game. He's had maybe the first game with the best. He was good for five innings, then he blew it in one inning. So, I don't know. I think that's the real conversation. Max Scherzer. I don't think he's a cheater. I think he's washed.
0: There it is. So, not cheating. He's washed. The Mets uh, off to a 16-16 and 16 start. Uh, you talk about their two best pitchers. Uh, the other guy being Justin Verlander. Today, Justin Verlander makes his first start as a New York Met. Of course, uh, the, the Mets uh, sort of uh, swapped out verlander uh, for jacob de who is in texas uh two runs today gives up two first uh, inning home runs and the mets end up losing the game thanks to their paltry offense they lose the game two to nothing again to detroit so uh not a good uh, series in detroit so far do you guys want to talk about wrestling though well
2: i, I, yeah. I want to still continue to talk about baseball and, oh, okay. and, and max Scherzer and what I would like to say, I think it's important for everyone to note here, that we need to take everything that Danny said and just completely disregard <laughs> it. Because he's a bum! Danny is a bum! It's your first and last time on the show, pal, because word on the street. Why is, is this? Danny what's the animosity big, for? A, he's a big Matt Cardona fan. Which <laughs> wow. is a joke in itself. My old tag partner, who I turned on for very good reason, Danny is a fan of his because he comes from Long Island putting up his stupid little L.I. like Matt. <laughs> we got to so do it. So, obviously, everything he says is completely wildly inaccurate. The wow. guy is squashed. He just had a bad game. I mean, we're talking about a guy that just came back from a cheating scandal. Something that he did wrong, a mistake that he made, this isn't like being nervous playing in a title game or being nervous coming back from an injury, handling this kind of stress. Maybe not not the easiest of situations, but this was a bad game. The guy isn't washed. The biggest reason for this being that Danny said the opposite, so this is where I stand regardless. Danny, you're a bum. Cardona, you're an even bigger bum. Actually, I'm not. I'm not sure what's worse, Cardona or the guys that support him. I, I, I don't know here. I don't know the answer.
0: <laughs> I think we're gonna have to send this to Cardona, and um,
1: yeah, us Long Islanders, we have to stick together. We have no other choice. Everyone already dislikes us, so we gotta stick together.
2: Well, it's because Long Island sucks. There's nothing <laughs> good there. That's,
0: that's why. Wow. <laughs> I- I didn't know, this is taking a turn. I did not know you guys just met, and uh, I had no idea that there was all this friction between you guys. I, it's been you know, like this for the years the funny for me. thing
2: is, is before this started, it, you know, our executive producer, Steve, asked me to be be nice to Danny, and I was wondering <laughs> why he would say such a thing, because I'm nice to everybody, Steve knew but, it. but now I get it.
0: <laughs> Steve, Steve set knew. me up. Yeah, st- st- Steve set you up. Um, all right, so uh, Max Scherzer washed. Bad news for Mets fans. Um, obviously, they're, they're relying on him this year. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Look, they're 16-16, and 16, both New York baseball teams. Uh, the Yankees are two games above 500. they They've had a rough start to the year, too, as the Rays run away with the division. So uh, we will see what happens. As for Danny uh, Mojo, this is Danny's last day. I am going to miss him. You may not so much (laughs) with the the tension that you guys have. Um, Danny, thank you for all you've done. You're
1: awesome. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Shout out Connor Hurley. I own that shout out right there. I've been saving that one (laughs) for you, Connor.
0: The uh, San Francisco Giants, they just got back from a... Historic series. Major League Baseball actually played a series in Mexico City. The Giants took on the Padres in a uh, two-game set. Actually ended up losing both games, but that uh, was not the worst thing that happened to them, Mojo. They suffered something far, far worse when they were uh, south of the border. (laughs) Um, Logan Webb, uh, one of the team's starting pitchers, explained to the media. Watch this. The whole trip was very
1: grindy, I guess. Like it was, it's been, it's been a mental grind. It's been um, a physical grind. I think uh, three quarters of our clubhouse has the so. Like it's, it's not um, like it's, it's been a mental and physical just like grind. So um, it'll be good to get back home for sure.
0: Um, hopefully. The Oh, hey. You will
3: know,
0: uh, we'll be better
1: in a couple of days.
2: The first time they played a regular season game in Mexico City yeah. and maybe the last time after this situation. Ah, uh, you got to be careful where you have drinking water in right. certain places all across the globe. Usually it only takes making this mistake once before you never make this mistake again. I mean, if I'm a pro athlete, I'm only drinking bottled water anyways, just right. to make sure I'm not I'm not taking any chances. But I gotta say, Babcock, ten years as a professional wrestler, longer than ten years as a football player, I've had my share of times where I had to go to the bathroom before a game or a match. Started. What do you do if you're
0: in the ring mojo? Uh, you you just you grit your teeth, bear
2: it, and hope for the absolute best. You never trust a fart. Definitely don't ever trust that. Uh, but it impacts how you play, how you perform. You're going to avoid doing certain things out there if you know that it might cause you to lose control. Right. Well,
0: well, well I wonder if it had anything. Thing. Yeah, I, I like they lost both games, so we were trying to – you know, we're trying to get to the bottom of this. Did the, did, did the, you know, the bathroom thing have anything to do with losing the games? We, uh, in an effort to win a, a Pulitzer, uh, we are uh, looking at photographs. They have white pants on. It does not appear like the pants looked clean, put it like that. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of unanswered questions still here. And Hopefully we'll get to the bottom of this at some point. But, uh, yeah, I, I can definitely say, uh, having heard Logan Webb, the Giants do not want to go back to Mexico to play a baseball series. So, um, yeah, tough, tough stuff. Get Pro well soon, guys.
2: Pro tip, if you're the away
0: <laughs> team, wear extra underwear. <laughs> All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. Uh, tomorrow's show going to be fun. Uh, what a Travis Pastrana, the action sports legend and pro wrestling superstar, AEW superstar, Darby Allin, have in common both two guys from uh, two different professions. They share something, though, uh, and it's very cool. Mojo actually going to talk to both guys tomorrow in what's going to be a great show.
2: Yeah, talking to both of them, one seg will make it. The best show since HOLA! Hey!